podcasts are a bit like London buses. You wait a long time and then three of them come along all at once. This week, we're featuring more in the series around the challenges to education and training in the world of innovation, creativity and entrepreneurship, which is the main theme of the Vision Project. We've already seen there are likely to be significant shifts across the landscape in terms of technology, expectations, curriculum, evaluation and overall student experience. But how will this play out in the lives of key actors in the process? This is the first of three interviews conducted by Olga Kokshagina, one of the researchers on the Vision Project and co-author of the Open Access book on the project. In it, she speaks with Heis van Wolfen, a well-known speaker, writer and trainer in the field, about some of the dramatic changes affecting his world in trying to equip people with the skills for handling innovation and entrepreneurship. Significantly, his whole business model was massively disrupted by the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has meant he's had to rapidly reshape his work to suit a world in which almost all training now takes place online and remotely. He's tried to capture this experience in an excellent new book, which explores the way in which organisations can rethink their innovation processes for an online world. So, over to Olga. Well, uh, hello, hi. Uh, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to be part of the Vision Podcasts. Um, can you please uh, introduce yourself and uh, was it, uh, what is uh, your relation to creativity, innovation and entrepreneurship? Yeah, so uh, my name is Gijs van Wulfe. As you can probably hear from my accent, I'm, uh, not, I'm uh, Dutch. Um, I'm living on Crete the last few years. Um, I'm an innovation practitioner. I'm really kind of the how guy. How do I do things, right? That's what people struggle with. Everybody knows creativity or innovation is it's all important, but how do I start and what, what do I do? So I'm a, a very practical guy. I've been in this field since uh, 20 years now. Out of frustration, because I first worked in industry and then I got so frustrated by everybody who said no to innovation that I thought, let's find a way how to uh, make it happen. Founder of the fourth innovation methodology, which is uh, practiced uh, worldwide, and uh, books have been translated in nine languages. And yeah, what I like to do is I like to make everybody in the world a better innovator. And that's so uh, important. As, and as you are saying, the importance of becoming uh, effective innovators, creators, entrepreneurs, somehow is well understood today. Uh, but how do we do it? How do we become effective? And what do we even mean by being effective uh, entrepreneurs, mm. innovators and creators? Yes. Well, I see a big difference is that, um, and a big learning for me was that it's not about I-innovation, it's about we-innovation. Because it's not about ideas only, you know, innovation is transforming ideas into reality. So, um, and why should you? Why should you love these ideas? Ideas are like children. It are only the ideas who you make your own, which you really love. And as there is so much resistance towards innovation, um, resistance to change, but you will, you will uh, do anything for your own child. But that's why it's important that we renovate together. So we ideate together. And when we ideate together, then our DNA is in the initiatives. And when our DNA is in there, we like to go the extra mile to make it happen. So um, one of my big learning was to uh, renovate instead of to 
I innovate. That we have to, and we innovate can be uh, within your own school, within your own company, and your own organization. That you uh, really don't try to push your ideas, as I through the innovation funnel or through the realization process, as I did when I was young. We try to connect with as many people as possible and together co-create and make it happen. Yeah, that's so important. And I think we start to realize the importance of we uh, innovation as you uh, stress it out. Perhaps can you share any approaches that you developed by you, yourself or uh, with your colleagues on how do you do it? How do we overcome these uh, challenges related to ego and start to collaborate more efficiently together? Mm, well, it has to do with age and with mindset. Um, you know, everybody struggles to go up the mountain. Everybody likes to put himself or herself on the map. And that's logical because you study hard and then it's about it. You want to make a difference. But it's only when you are aware that you alone are not of any value and it's not about you. So I think age helps. Um, I think also when you're in your 20s or your 30s, you're still a young adult. And then you become a father or a mother. That is, it makes a huge mindset shift, right? That you're taking care of others. And I'm in the age that I can be your grandfather. So that means that I'm not busy anymore with me, myself, or my ego, but I'm busy with helping, trying to help others to climb the, their mountains and to make them better innovators. So the older you get, the easier your mindset changes, that it's not about me, me being in front of the of uh, you know me being in front of the people it's me being in the back of the people supporting them so that helps when you get older um, and first i think that everybody has to his rights to make his own faults of so course. of course you first do your own innovation projects with you you yourself and uh, and i and nothing will materialize and then you will see hey i should have asked the help for others and then you start co-creating and then the slow way is the fast way in innovation. When you move, work alone, um, you will go fast. That's what you think, but nothing comes out. So the slow way of taking everybody with you is actually the fast way because that's the only way to reach the finish line. That's uh, very important. And somehow you are uh, in this field for quite a while <laughs> already. You have a wealth of uh, expertise in innovation. You mentioned one of the shifts, which is a change from I to we innovation and importance of that. What are the others, perhaps, that you can you see in the space of uh, learning and teaching for creativity, innovation, entrepreneurship? What do you think is changing currently in our society, and how do we, how should we approach these changes somehow? Well, I think there's a, um, are two changes very important. That's the shift from knowledge to experience and a shift from in-person to online. Now, first, I think innovation, I've been written, I've been writing books about innovation, but innovation is something you learn in practice. And creativity, it's all about applied creativity. It's you learn something in practice. So for me, it's all learning by doing. And I think that the best thing you do is to, to do project education, to let people do things. Mm -hmm. And later you, and then they make mistakes, and later you try to explain why did you make the mistakes, and that's are the learning points, instead of 
teaching or, 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 or of course you should have books but mm, you, you, you should first do and afterwards read the book and then you know why because then you had the experience and then you can explain why instead of having only theoretical uh, context or a theoretical start so I think it's really about um, in creativity, innovation, design thinking or entrepreneurship you know it's all about start doing things Start doing things and be open for feedback and get feedback from others who are experienced. Um, and that's a way to learn. So I see it as a learning journey and uh, I see it as a journey, but also learning from practice. And um, so that's what I think is very, very, very important. The second shift I see is from uh, in person to uh, online, of course. Uh, it's been um, the urgency of uh, being in a COVID society at the moment um, means that when offline working is, in-person working is not possible, you have to go online. <coughs> now the good news is that you can be very effective innovator or you can be a, a very effective creator while working online. There are now so many tools, so many techniques. Um, um, we just wrote, published a book about it, Online Innovation, and there we share all our learnings. And if you would ask me two years ago, guys, can I innovate online? I would have said no way. But I was so wrong because we had to. So we adapted all the methodologies and um, we now can create um, a great learning experience online. Of course, you need communication tools like everybody knows Zoom and Microsoft, but uh, you also have Butter or Spatial Chat, which are much more giving an experience. Uh, that's one thing. Collaboration platforms like Miro or Mural, but within one or two or three years, I think the virtual re reality experiences are, um, are really increasing so much in quality and will be lowering their prices that we can um, have real experience in virtual reality so that's so and then those two things come together because instead of having theoretical classes in person we can have real experiences powered by virtual reality and um, I think that's the way to yeah that's a very inspiring environment to um, to teach and to to learn creativity or design thinking innovation yeah and uh, as you're saying these shifts are already happening and immersive learning is becoming a, a new reality as well and you mentioned uh, things into three years time but let's go a bit further <laughs> down the track let's imagine the future of education in 10 years from now um, what do you think it will be and what shall we do today to account for those changes okay so I suggest that we um, we kill all the universities yeah, it's really a very thing, very old-fashioned, and uh, so I see, well, let's kill all the universities and all the titles and all the, let's learn from each other, let's learn in networks. Um, I think um, everybody can learn a lot from a lot of people, and it's all about connectiveness, it's all about uh, transparency. I want to learn from this, from whom can I learn? And... Um, you know, with the increased connectedness and um, going into virtual reality, you can learn from anyone, anytime, on any moment, um, in every part of the world. And then it doesn't matter if it's a, 
a professor or, or it's, it's, if it's a student or if it's anybody has a useful experiences, um, you try to find them. So I think it's, yeah, so um, I think if schools and universities are, you know, it's all about, um, um, how do you say, it's all about um, um, knowledge and I think we go from knowledge to experiences. Can't uh, agree more on this notion of experience. We even see the emergence of learning designers uh, in different spaces to actually focus on the creation and curation of those uh, experiences uh, in general. Um, with that, um, as an innovation offer uh, coach, facilitator, and uh, all the other uh, expertise that you have, what do you think your role will be in 10 years from now? My role will be in 10 years from now, mm -hmm. then I will be picking olives all the time. Um, making a, um, getting vegetables from my own garden, um, feeling cheap, so um, having a nice life on Crete. And while um, you are enjoying that, what would you suggest to someone else who will be in the role of an innovation coach or facilitator to, to focus on, to be valid and... To stay open-minded. Yeah. And uh, the changes are, are so... You know, the changes are so rapid that stay open-minded and be able to share and um, um, be able to give, uh, be prepared to give and share and then you will get back. That will be my stay open-minded and give a lot and then you will, in return, you, you will get something and um, it will be even better than what you wish for. Amazing. And um, is there anything else you would like to add before we conclude? Well, um, the only thing is that uh, let's uh, innovate to make this world a better place. Can't agree more. Thank you so much for My your uh, time. Bye. My pleasure. <laughs>